Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST, presented by CDE Lightband. Each week, we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, and occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Lightband offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I'm Casey Krieger. He is Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that did a lot of eating last week and is now ready for the cold weather to just stay cold. Alex, how are you now? Not so bad, and you? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, you're guest host. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many times you've been on here. Whatever. You're back. More you're than anybody else. And more than anybody else. That's correct. You are the record holder. Uh, fourth most podcast appearances of all time, probably. Not bad. I'll take it. You're behind Dylan Schwartz and me and Colby still. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe we'll one see. day. We'll see. How was Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. Did you not go home? I sure did. Went all the way back up to Hoptown. I was going to say, not not Oklahoma. No. Nope, Hopkinsville. Not Hopkinsville. Hour away. Murray Territory. But, uh, you know. You do a lot of eating? A lot of eating. Definitely. Turkey or ham? We did turkey this year, but typically we'll do ham. Which but do you like better? I like ham better. My dad makes, like, the best ham in the world. I don't I like, know what's special about it. but I like having your, both. Both. That is, that's a little bit extra. Just a little bit. I like having both. Okay. I, I like turkey on Thanksgiving because I get ham other times of the year. Sure. Yeah. Easier to pick up uh, ham. Right. Uh, favorite side dish. What's the best one that the uh, Allard family Thanksgiving? Smashed potatoes. Smashed potatoes. Like the, the little potatoes that you yeah. like, smash. Yep. You, you, you boil them. them, you smash yep. them, you season them. Put a, put a little bit of uh, Tony seasoning in there, no, a little yeah, bit of garlic. Are, oh, those are so good. good. Those are good, but I'm not, put, I'm not taking them over mashed potatoes, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Really depends. What about you? What's your what's what's the uh, Kruger dish? I like stuffing. I like mashed potatoes. Um, those are probably my two favorites when it comes to Thanksgiving. I like I like turkey. A lot of people don't like turkey. You only eat it, you only eat it once a year. Give me some exactly. turkey. Got to have good gravy on it. I've discovered. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And the gravy will make the turkey. Uh, so that's that's that. We had some t- turkey down in Florida. Uh, Oh, yeah? Gravy needed a little work. That's my <laughs> that's my gravy review. Do, uh, are the uh, Floridans not very good, or whatever people from Florida are called, uh, not very good at the whole gravy thing? Uh, I'm comparing it to the gravy we had at the hotel last year in Clarksville <laughs> for Thanksgiving, and that hotel's gravy blew the Florida hotel's gravy out of the water. Well, uh, I know. I'm thankful to have had the food both years, but I'm, if we're if we're rating straight, if we're basing it on gravy rating here, mm-hmm. the Hilton Garden in Clarksville takes the cake over the Wyndham Deerfield Beach Resort. <laughs> Got to remember that next time I'm in Florida. Yeah, next time you're in Florida, uh, yeah. don't ask for gravy there. Nope. Uh, so you finished Archer. You finally finished your homework. <sighs> I sure did. Season one, one of the 12. Pieces. Yep. Season 12. It was at Alex m- texted me last night that he had finished <laughs> Archer. He did not like the season finale. He also did not realize that Jessica Walter had died after recording her lines. And nope. uh, the whole last episode was pieced together old lines, I think. They yeah. never had said that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's factual. But you listen to it, and you've, like I said, if you watch the show a couple dozen times, you'll hear her say things. You'll be like, I've heard that one before. Whenever you told me that last night, I went back and rewatched that yeah, episode. Yeah, makes more sense. You, you could definitely tell. Yeah, but so no. they had the episode, they had all the lines recorded. They had everything, they're, I assume, doing the animating portion of the event. Yeah. And that's when she passed away. 
and they had to uh, rearrange the ending to write her out of the show. It was still a pretty good ending. It was I mean, fine. It I was still sitting there like, what? But it could it, it, You knew it was coming if you knew she had passed away. Right. So like, I'm sitting there like, how are they going to do this? Because she's very involved in like the first eight episodes, and then right. she's not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's how they're going to do it. Uh, so, so that's one piece of homework. What's the next show I gotta watch? Uh, have you watched Letterkenny? That's probably the one no, you need okay. to watch. There you probably go. need to watch Letterkenny next. There's a new season coming out on Chris, Christmas Day in Canada, okay. December 26th in the United States. All right, good to know. That's where I'd start. Cody likes Letterkenny too. So Eric likes Letterkenny. That one's more of an office thing, whole office thing than just uh, me and Colby making you watch it. <laughs> Co- Cody's watched Archer too. Okay. Uh, I got surprised last night by a new season of Always Sunny. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was flipping through my channel. I knew that the new season came out on December 1st. Mm-hmm. I've known it for months. They announced it months ago. Hey, new season, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, December 1st. So I knew it. Mm-hmm. I just forgot about it, I guess. But, like, I'm sitting there flipping through the TV. I was like, oh, new season on in 20 minutes. Let's nice. go. That's how you make a night right there. You're it sitting sure there is. with nothing to do. And it's like, oh, yeah, new season, Always Sunny. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a show. They're terrible people. And the show, the people, they're playing terrible people. That's the whole premise of the show, and it's its good. So is that another show that's got to get at, lit, it's, added to it's Alex's like 50, homework? I'm the only one that likes it in the office. Col- okay. Colby would never watch it. Uh, I don't think Cody's watched it. It's You really got really to get into that one. It's more of a uh, niche show, okay. even though they have the longest-running sitcom in television history. Really? Live-action sitcom. Cool. They passed. Um, they started their 15th season last night, which passed something. And they're like renewed. They're like renewed to go through eighteen seasons. So like they're gonna like break that, or maybe they'll break the record during this contract. I don't know. They're gonna be the longest live action sitcom in TV history, or something like that. Uh, enough of that. We've talked about enough. Let's talk about Austin P Sports. We haven't done this in two weeks because Thanksgiving last week, and nobody yeah. was here, mm-hmm. so we couldn't really record record a podcast. A lot to get caught up on. So yes, so we, there is a lot to get caught up on. Uh, the last episode we recorded, we recorded right after the volleyball team beat Tennessee Tech in the first round of the OVC championship. Uh, the day after that, we put that podcast out. The season came to an end in a semifinal loss to Morehead State, three to two at Southeast Missouri. Alex, break that down. You were there. That was, it, it was a good match. I mean, altogether. I mean, we went in there, you know, hot. I mean, coming off that sweep of Tennessee Tech, we were. And I mean, they came out and they played well. I mean, I'm, you know, we lost three two in the end, but uh, Morehead State, we were up two sets to one. Morehead State takes the fourth set. Now they got all the um, momentum and everything, and they come back, beat us in five sets. A lot of positives take away from it. I mean, I know it's, you know, the last match of the season. Last time we'll probably see, like, a Brooke Moore and Caroline Waite. But, um, um, watch out for beach season. Ah, uh, beach, yeah. got to watch yep, out. Yep, that is true. You can't forget about the beach. That's true. But, yeah, no. Uh, Ghost fought. Five sets fell to uh, Moorhead State, but. Good team. If they lost it, 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 was a, it was a, Moorhead State is a very, got beat very by good, a good team. team. You can't be upset about that. Uh, I mean, you can be, but. Yeah, uh, it's take, a, it's, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Right, right. The next day was, or no, yeah, the, the next day. That was on Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, the next day. Good day to be a guff. Definitely a good day to no, be a guff. Saturday, golf. November 20th, women's basketball team started the day with a 68-65 win at Butler. The men's team then went and beat Dayton on the road, 87-81. And the football team finished it off with a 48-20 win over Tennessee Tech. Let's talk about the basketball first. We'll start with the women. Four govs and double figures. Jemiah Johnson led the way with 17 the Govs hit 10 threes and led the whole game after the first quarter. Sure, that Butler team maybe not what it's used to be right. but for Butler basketball. They're, mm-hmm. they're a little cold to start the season. Still the team's first, the Govs' first ever win at Hinkle Fieldhouse. Quite a, quite a venue. That is probably one of the best venues you'll ever play quite at. Quite a venue. So uh, anytime you win there, I think you have to celebrate that. And uh, that was a big win. 
And for the men, another big win. That was a that's a big win and a win that keeps on looking better. When so. it when it first happened, the the knock everybody had on it was, oh, Dayton's one and four. Dayton's one. Yeah, and Dayton, four. Dayton's gone. You know they're, they're washed still up. in the A10. Exactly. Still a good basketball conference. They're playing on the road. The girls went and had four and double figures mm-hmm. with Cameron Copeland, Tariq Silver, Caleb Stone, Carroll, Elijah Hutchins, Everett led the way with a twenty-five and fourteen double double. That's that's a that's pretty good line. Terry, that's a Terry Taylor number that is, right there. That is definitely a Terry Taylor. Line. As a Terry Taylor mm-hmm. line right there. And sure, Dayton wasn't Dayton wasn't playing right about then. Uh, Dayton went and beat Kansas, <laughs> beat Belmont, and won. What did they win? The ESPN the ESPN Events Invitational. They won the ESPN Events Invitational and beat Kansas. Therefore, the Govs have a transitive property win over Kansas and are the transitive property champions of the ESPN Events Invitational. Uh, we'll take our trophy. Uh, I'll take it. Three six seventeen Summer Street. Sure. That's where I, you send it. Yeah, I ha- honestly hadn't even heard of the transitive property until you know looking did through you not Twitter. Take, like algebra? I mean, I did, but you it's, forgot. Been, it's been a minute. You forgot it's the definitely been a property. Minute. I sure did. I'm sorry, but now I know, and now I'll never forget it. We're the transitive property champions, and sure the Govs. Are. Whatever Kansas has ranked, the Govs are transitive property ranked one spot higher, in my opinion. Um, finished day with a big football win. That was, uh, yeah. No one had a better, bigger day of any of the Govs mm-hmm. and any of the sports. I'm talking bigger than the 25 and 14 double double. Trey McCray, seven catches, 237 yards, four touchdowns, OVC Offensive Player of the Week, OVC Newcomer of the Week. Uh, that, that's Randy Moss numbers right there. Yeah. That was absolutely yeah. insane. We'll talk. A, there's a lot more about that record-breaking performance on Let'sGoP.com, and we can't sit here and literally list every record and every achievement he passed. Um, but because I'm a man of the people, I'll give you a couple here before we, before we move on. Uh, the second best Single game receiving yards marked by an Austin P receiver ever, trailing only Austin P Hall of Famer Harold Red Roberts, 252 yards against Murray State in 1969. Uh, that's quite good. That's yeah, a pretty good company. Also tied for the Austin P single game receiving touchdown record, joining Benico Harley, who did it in the spring, Ron Blair, and Harold Red Roberts, who, guess what? He did it twice. That's definitely a Red Roberts thing. You know what Red Roberts did it too? Both times against Murray State. <laughs> we love to see that one for sure. Red Roberts did not like Murray State. Um, so, yeah, quite a day for Dre McRae. I wrote all about it on Let's Go P.com. If I sat here and told you every record, we would be here, and we would not talk about anything else in the rest of the mm-hmm. show. So go read that, the Dre McRae show. Uh, Highly recommended. Go read that and learn all about what he did. It was quite a day, and he's quite a player, and we'll talk about more about his all of EC stuff after we talk to Peyton Powell awesome. in a little bit. Uh, Ahmad Tanner also had a quite a day. He finished his career at Austin P with two scores on the ground in his final game. <laughs> Shamari Simmons had two interceptions in the game. He earned OVC Defensive Player of the Week. Oh, don't forget, by the way, Maddox Trujillo hit two more field goals. He was 6-for-6 six six on PATs. We'll talk about automatics more when we talk about all of EC stuff later. Um, automatics. Maybe, it may be I my favorite that. nickname for a kicker ever. <laughs> uh, he will be s- exclusively referred to as automatics on this podcast. Uh, I love it. Automatics is a good nickname. It is probably the best nickname I have ever heard. For a kicker? <laughs> yep. It's Easily. good. It's good. Um, there's another section in here that I forgot to take out about volleyball from two weeks ago, so we're going to skip right over that. Go ahead. We're going to talk about the women's basketball team at the Let's FAU Thanksgiving tournament. Uh, Yamaya Johnson kicked off the tournament with a season-high 23 points, and the Govs lost 65-64 to to Davidson. 23 points is the most by a Gov this season. Uh, Davidson's good. Davidson's a veteran team. They're big. They don't make mistakes, so if you lo- they will not beat themselves. Right. They are very fundamental and very sound in that Um I think if we had beat Davidson on Friday, we would have beat Tulsa on Saturday. But say, yeah. we lost to Tulsa 69-61. Carly Pace scored 16 points to lead the Govs. Uh, Carly Pace is looking pretty good. Carly Pace and Yamai Johnson looking pretty good. That is an awesome good. duo. Like I said, tough games. 
against good teams. I think if you win one, you win the other one because you've got a lot of momentum. Uh, but the most important thing about these in-season tournaments is it gives you the experience for playing in the postseason. Right. Because there's not a single other time in the regular season when the Govs are going to play on one day and turn around and play the next day. You know when the only time you do that is? Tournament. OBC tournament. There you go. So if you want to get that one-day experience turnaround, you, you want to get into that rhythm where you go into the hotel, you eat, you rest, you come back, you watch film, you game plan, and are ready for the next game. So sure you lost both those games, but that experience will help you down the road. Uh, the men's team also, they made the, the classic Washington, <laughs> D.C. to Fort Worth trip. Uh, it's an easy little trip. I mean, every, it's yeah, a short little car ride. Everybody does the, the D.C. to Fort Worth, Texas road exactly. trip. Uh, trip started at Howard. Govs beat Howard. Sure did. Four double figures again. Uh, Cameron Copeland led the way with 16. Elijah Hutchins Everett had another double-double with 14 and 10. Elijah also hit the game winner, a floater in the lane, after the ball got knocked away from Carlos Paez to beat the Bison in what looked like a wild little gem. Yeah. It it looked yeah. loud. Yeah. What, you, uh, got, you got anything on the men there? I, I mean, the biggest thing I have on the men is Elijah. He, he's pretty good at this whole basketball He's thing. a problem. He, he is a problem right now. I cannot wait to see what he looks like in OVC play. He's big. I mean, he, he's going to eat up those those posts. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's – It's know. been our biggest weakness in recent years. We don't have a post player. Exactly. So, I mean – we got six foot five Terry Taylor playing in the post, which he can do, but he's yeah. better when he can get him out on the wing. Right. But, I mean, Elijah, I think we might see a lot of Terry Taylor numbers continuing on this year. A lot year. of 25 and 14s. Yep. With That's a six big, offensive rebounds or something like that, number. too. Uh, after, the, after the game against Howard in D.C., like I said, the Govs made the classic trip from D.C. to Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, the PV brother matchup was cool at TCU. Austin Peace, DJ PV played against his brother Micah PV for for the Horn Frogs. Uh, game game went Micah TCU's way. the The Horn Frogs won six to eight fifty one. The Govs lost to Jamie Dixon's team. I didn't know he was at TCU until I was watching the game. Honestly, didn't either until I was reading the script. Right I now. saw that and I was like, oh, that looks like Jamie Dixon. I googled. Cool. I was like, oh, he left Pittsburgh. That is Jamie <laughs> Dixon. Uh, Tariq Silver, Caleb Stone, Carewell, and double figures again. Kind of like the women. Uh, TCU's good competition. Close games are only going to help you. Uh, yep. Help you down the road. Help playing tournament teams. I don't know. Is TCU a tournament team? I don't know. I, I don't can't know. say I really They're watch Big 12. TCU play, very often. Playing Big 12 teams is good for you whether you win or lose. It sure it's is. a good competition. Playing a new arena. Get some good exposure. There you go. You got anything else? Um, Not off the top of my head. All you? right. Well, that's all for now. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with uh, Peyton Powell of the Austin Peace Soccer Team right after this. When the call came down the line up to the platform of surrender i was brought but i was kind and sometimes i get nervous when i see an open door close your eyes clear your heart cut the cord are we human or are we dancers Joining us on the PCAST, she spent the last four years saving shots at Morgan Brothers Soccer Field, and now she's here to take a shot at podcasting. It's Peyton Powell of the Austin Peay Soccer Team. Welcome to the PCAST, Peyton. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Classes are done for the semester, right? Um. Well, yeah, the classes are done, but finals are still going. S- study day. It's, so you got a lot of exams <laughs> next week? Um, I have four exams. <laughs> yeah. So you're busy. <laughs> yep, not busy. A, not an easy senior year for you. Um, yeah, uh, this semester definitely was hard, but next semester I have a lot of, uh, gen ed classes. So, so, you're, co- so you're finishing up now and coasting in, in the spring. Yeah. That's yeah. not too bad. Uh, let's talk about soccer first. Okay. You're from middle Tennessee. 
Yes. So was Austin P. Soccer always on your radar? Um, I actually did not know what Austin P. was until they reached out to me from a soccer tournament. So, yeah. Which soccer tournament? Where were you playing at? Um, I think the first time they saw me was actually in Orlando, Florida. So, so you're yeah. from Middle Tennessee. You got recruited by a team in Middle Tennessee, and the first time they saw you play was in Florida. Yes, yes, it was. That makes a whole lot of <laughs> sense. Uh, but you came here, and that's what matters. And yes. you played here for four years. Do you have a favorite memory from playing Austin P? Uh, Delaney mentioned something about blue hair dye on a trip when she was on the podcast. Oh, the blue hair dye. Um, so we were. It was our freshman year, and uh, I don't know why we decided to do it in our hotel room, but. Was it your room too? She said yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. it was our room. We were the freshmen, so I guess it just had to be our room. Um, across the street was a Walmart, and we had nothing to do the rest of the night, so we had decided to go over there and look for hair dye. Um, we go in there and we picked out a blue color, and then we come back, and I think it was me, Gwen, uh, Delaney. And then there was a bunch of sophomores, too, that they all came into our room. And um, we decided to dye our hair blue. And all the towels were dyed blue. And so we were so scared that we were going to get in trouble from, like, the hotel or, you know, get kicked off the team or something. But everything worked out fine. So Is, is, that, is that your favorite memory, the blue hair dye? Is there anything else that sticks out after four years? You know, I think just being with the team, I don't really have, like, any specifics um but i i guess the blue hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about actual soccer now uh you're the goalkeeper i've never played a sport like soccer so i have no clue what it's like being like the last line of defense like there's defenders obviously but when it comes down to it it's you it's you in the offense what's that like what's your mentality like um you know it's it's really difficult i guess because you still feel like it's your fault you're letting the ball into the goal but um it does have to go through a lot of other people and my team is very you know they're like oh don't worry about this like it's not just your fault and all this stuff like it had to go through everyone um having like I don't know I think almost a lot of the times goalkeepers or people say that goalkeepers are almost like a different breed because we just have such a different mentality and I think a lot of us are just super crazy and um, I don't know I just I love being in goal and I love being the last line of defense because it it challenges you um, and you kind of just have to let things go if the you know it goes in the goal you can't really just think about that the whole game you just have to it's a team sport, but you're like the one person that's out on an island all by your own. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Especially on like penalty shots. What are those like? I feel like those are just terrifying to watch. So, honestly, I think they're fine only because like you're not supposed to save it. Right. But, and it's fun. Like if you do save it, it's like, oh my gosh. You saved like, one in the first game this year, right? Uh, Yes, I did. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> I, you just have to like. You have to usually you read it by how the um, players' hips are facing, and they also like try to they like look over at where they're gonna shoot, and then they try to look away real quick and try to throw you off. But and yeah, I usually tell by their hips the way they're turned, and I usually just go for it. I mean, you're not supposed to save it, so if you do, it's like oh my gosh. If you don't save it, no problem. If you yeah. do, you're a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's t so in your freshman year, you played the final minutes of an you played the final 18 minutes of a shutout against Alabama A and M. This year you got your first solo shutout against North Alabama. What's that like? Um, you know, honestly, I was like, wow, that was my first shutout. So, I mean, it was 
it's exciting but at the same time it's just like oh my gosh like how is that my first one but um you know it's a team thing so it was awesome to get to have that shut out with my whole team and um finally to show that you know our defense is good and we get a lot of pressure put on us so uh, yeah so your brother Shane played soccer, right? He played, yes. It was Martin Methodist, now it's UT Southern. Yes. Did having someone else who had played college soccer in your family help you when you transitioned from, you know, high school to college athletics? Um, yeah, I believe so. He, you know, he was always outside playing with me when I was younger. And, um, you know, he was always helping me work harder. And he had told me that, you know, college or college athletics is hard. So you need to, you know, work out and and uh, have a good mindset coming in here. And I think he really did help. It was kind of hard because he, he's seven years older than me. So there was a big age gap. Um, but he's always been there for me. So, Delaney said you like the outdoors. Uh, yes, I do. Um, I love, like, camping and stuff. I don't go a lot but just because I've been busy with soccer and stuff. But now that I'm actually done, I might get to do more. Um, I love doing hiking. I actually love taking pictures. So I, uh, whenever I go out, uh, like camping or hiking, I always bring my camera with me and, uh, take pictures. My, I'd probably have to say my favorite camping trip was West Virginia. Um, I woke up, well, we were out actually in like the middle of nowhere. So like we had no cell service or anything, but, um, I had woke up early in the morning cause I wanted to watch the sunrise over a mountain. And I actually have a picture from that and it's probably my favorite picture that I've ever taken, but you get any good pictures on that Colorado trip? Um, actually, that was right before I got my camera. Oh. But I did take some on my phone, and I actually took some Polaroid pictures. So there you carry, You're carrying a Polaroid up the mountain? Yeah, it's just like a little small one. Okay. It's not like the big ones that um, that everyone has. But Delaney also said you just got a Jeep, so you can do a lot more outdoor fun. Uh, fun yes. things than that, right? Yes. Um, I was actually... So I had before this, I had a BMW and it was a manual and I loved driving manual. Like it was so much fun, but, um, I, it, something needed fixed on it and you know, BMWs are just so expensive right. to fix. Um, so I actually got the Jeep and it was my uncle's. So I got it for a good price. Um, what kind of Jeep? Uh, it's a 2018 JL Jeep Wrangler. Okay, so, so you're going to take the top off that thing oh, and just yeah. drive all oh, around yeah. the place. Uh, yeah, and then when I you know, start making some money, I'm going to you know, put a lift kit on it and some nice tires. You just so. take it camping, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go out camping. <laughs> uh, you like to cook too, right? Yes, I do. What is your best dish? Oh, um... I make this like orange chicken, but it's like a healthy take on it. Healthy so orange chicken. yeah, it's more of just like a like chicken in a pan. I don't really like add any like uh like crispy like outside, but because it's supposed to be healthy, so I can't you know right. add all that. Um, and then it has like orange juice and honey to sweeten it. It's actually really good. Is that your favorite thing to cook, or is there something else you're like, man, I just love cooking this? Um. I mean, the orange chicken, it definitely takes a while, so right. I wouldn't say it's my favorite thing. But, like, if I were to cook something, like, not as healthy, it'd have to be something pasta, like, some kind of, like, Alfredo or something, because I, you know, I love Are you love cooking pasta. for, like, your friends, your teammates, Delaney, all the time, or is you just, are you cooking well, just for yourself? most of the time I cook for myself. Delaney's very picky, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I usually cook for myself. And, you know, I don't feel as bad if something doesn't taste good. I just right, have to eat it. Right, you're, you're the only <laughs> yeah. one that's eat it. You don't, uh, what's your best uh, camp cook, camp meal? Do you cook when you go camping or? 
Um, I, I kind of, it's just like easier, like cooking things like pancakes and stuff, right. kind of just easy mix. I haven't really like, me, you know, maybe I should try that. Maybe you should get real, yeah. real <laughs> intricate with your camping. Yeah. camping get my meals. little, uh, your little camp, stove. Yep, camp stove and just start cooking on the fire. <laughs> just bring a cast iron. Yeah. Um, I've been told you're a big Game of Thrones and Star Wars fan as well. Oh, yes. So first off, we'll talk about Game of Thrones. I assume you finished the show. Yes. Now's your chance to do what me and Colby did for years and complain about the ending. It was so, so, so disappointing. Very disappointing. I can't give away any of it because, you know, some people out there. Oh, we already spoiled it on this podcast. People are listening. It's been spoiled. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, it was just, I do like how like Arya was the one to, you know, get rid of the guy but like why in the world did they hype up the white walkers the whole show and then they were gone within like the second they first or no second plot. episode they said no plot they said nah i'll just get rid of them the, they, they <laughs> built the night king up for how many seasons just for him to have no plot yep, the, yep. Uh, there was, someone showed me that it was the end of one of the episodes where they're like taking off on the dock and all the white walkers are like on the beach and they're like waving at him <laughs> or whatever and that just has no meaning no meaning because nope. they wrote the last two seasons like that nope yeah very disappointing. It was terrible. Star Wars was better. Yeah, Star Wars is way better. Have you watched all the new stuff on Disney Plus? Um, yes, I am still working on Bad Batches, that cartoon that came I out. I haven't finished the first cartoon yet, so I didn't start a Bad Batch. Yeah, well, it's Bad Batch is pretty good. I still need to, you know, go back and work or finish watching it probably this winter. But I've just been too busy with school and stuff right now. So I just never finished the Clone Wars uh, on Disney. On I Disney am Plus. actually still working on that one too. Okay. I kind of just put it on like whenever I go to bed or something yep. and just kind of watch it. Mandalorian was good. Mandalorian was excited very for the good. New Boba Fett series. Yes, I am very excited for that. Is that one. how you're going to spend your whole winter break? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on the list to watch? Um, well, actually, I don't really watch a lot of shows, so. Okay. Um, so if you uh, watch yeah. them, they have to be really good. Yeah, I I think the new Witcher comes out somewhat soon. Witcher. Yeah, the Witcher. It's like a. What is the Witcher? Um, it's about like this like. Do you know the guy that plays Superman? I don't know his name. I'm not very good at play, there's, there's a lot of guys that have played Superman. <laughs> the newer one. I don't um, know his name. I, I think I know who you're talking but about. He but he plays the main character, and that was most of the reason why I like to watch it is because, you know, Superman's awesome. So So you like superhero movies, too? Yes, I like... So yeah. you're all in on the Marvel series. Yeah. Well. Have I you watched like, all the new ones of those? Um, I still haven't finished watching the Loki series, but... Okay, I hadn't even started it, so... Yeah. <laughs> I watched the... Um, I know it's two years late. I watched Spider-Man, the Far From Home one, finally. Well, Because actually, the new one's about to come out. Yeah, Spider-Man is probably the only one that I haven't watched all of them of. Okay. Yeah, so I did watched the new one, the Shanghai watch. series? Yes, that was good. Okay. I liked it. Okay, well maybe I'll start that one. Start yeah. that one on, on the break. Yeah. Uh, Delaney said you guys give each other gift baskets on the holidays. Yes. And she gave you a happy Halloween-y shirt for Halloween. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a wiener dog? Do you just yes, really like wiener dogs? No, dog? I do have a wiener dog Okay, at that home. makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her name's Chloe. She's a miniature wiener dog, and she is the cutest thing. How miniature is miniature? Um, like a weight? Do we have a weight? She kind of, she's like probably 12 pounds. She looks like a loaf of bread now. Cause she's kind of, she's old and thick, and yeah, I always call her a loaf. So she doesn't live in Clarksville. She lives back home. Yeah, she's back home. Okay. So what, what what have you gotten her at her last or her Halloween gift basket? Oh my gosh, what I got her some candy. Oh, I got her a um, it's the Harry Potter like. Uh, she did say she was rereading all the yes, books. Yes, but it's like it's the 
with all the pictures and stuff the illustration like the, an illustrated book oh like the um the graphic novel yeah kind of similar to that but like you open it up and it has all this like pop-up stuff of harry potter okay. like the whole castle will pop out it's actually really cool i was like i kind of want this for myself but did you guys I don't have need a thanksgiving it. gift basket we did not okay. we do we're gonna do christmas though i think we're gonna celebrate this weekend we usually like cook dinner together and ha open presents and oh, stuff be fun. So, yeah uh you won the obc academic medal of honor back in 2019 uh, yes. It's impressive to do. It's <laughs> even more impressive to do as a freshman and even more impressive to do with your major, um, which I'm still not sure what it is. So that's what <laughs> we're going to talk about now. Information assurance and security with a computer networking minor. Is that right? Yes. yes okay. That's Now's it. your time to explain that to everybody. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So um, the computer information systems is more of like a security uh, based like computer science. So it's more of like um, like trying to like block hackers and like stuff like that. And then the networking is more like, you know, like Wi-Fi and like cables, like ethernet and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't really know exactly what I want to do with it yet. Um, but I, I kind of am swaying away from the networking just because I haven't really had a great experience with like, you know, it being taught to me here. I'm not, nothing against any mm -hmm. of the professors, but um, I just haven't really enjoyed it too much. So, um, but I do like coding, even though I kind of, I was just a straight computer science, ma computer science major when I first got here. Um, and it was mostly coding, but it's just a little difficult. And just with soccer and stuff, I decided to switch to computer information systems. Um, but I do enjoy coding. So it might be something I get back into. How is that something you get interested in or get into in the first place? Um, so my uncle actually, he has like a, well, he did have a computer security business. He ended up selling it um, and working for another company. But um, I think it kind of just started with him and talking with him over like holidays and stuff and getting into it. And I thought it was very interesting and I didn't really have anything else in high school and I was like oh, I'll just choose this you could have said something cool there like oh, I was hacked into NASA as a 12 year old or uh, not yet not yet not yet <laughs> Na NASA she's not gonna hack in I promise I hope not uh, so you don't know what you want to do with that yet but uh, yeah I'm not exactly sure um, you graduate in the spring Yes. Are you going to go to grad school? What's the plan there? Nope. I'm going straight to find a job. Straight to so find a job. So I'm probably going to start looking this December. Make that money, right? Yep. I'm ready to make some money. All right. Last question before the rapid fire questions. Why Austin P? Why did you choose Austin P? Um, so let's see. My sophomore year of high school was when I committed here. Um, so you committed for a long time. Oh, yeah. I was, I was young. It was actually my first school I've ever talked to and the only school I ever talked All to. All right. Um, I came to the camp here. Um, and I really enjoyed like the coaches and stuff. I loved the coaching staff. Um, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And then I felt a little bit pressured by my parents. Um, and I also was young, so I didn't really know, like, you know, should I wait or like, should I take this offer? Like it's a great offer. So I just did it. And, uh, yeah, it's worked out. Yeah, it's worked out. <laughs> All right. Rapid fire questions to end this thing. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite word or saying? Um, okay. So <laughs> it starts actually, with a laugh. <laughs> this is not going well. <laughs> well, it's actually in Spanish. Um, okay. Panqueque, which means pancake in Spanish. I just think the word's fun. Panqueque. Panqueque. <laughs> That's your favorite word. In yes. All right. Um, all right. <laughs> What's the last book you read for fun? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't read a lot, but um, 
I read halfway through a Harry Potter book and <laughs> I I'm really weird like I I read a few books and then like the end of like the series or whatever I get like halfway through the book and I'm like eh, eh. I don't really want to finish this so <laughs> Oh boy, your roommate came on and said, "I'm rereading the Harry Potter series." Oh You're like, yeah, oh, I read half the Harry yeah. Potter she reads like a whole book in like three days, two or three days, and, and I'm you're like busy hacking into NASA. <laughs> uh, what's your worst habit? Um, you know, I was listening to the show, and I really think that overthinking is probably mine too. It seems like it's a lot of people's, but yeah, um, yeah I was sitting here before this, and I was like, "Oh no, like what you if I say prepared, something you wrong?" Prepared for these questions, didn't you? <laughs> uh, just a little bit. I was listening. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just, yeah, pretty much like, oh my gosh, what if I like pronounce a word wrong or like blah, blah, blah the whole time. And, but you're doing fine. (laughs) Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Um, you know, uh, I don't really know. Like if I'm walking a mile, I kind of just want to do it for fun and, um, not try to rush myself and yeah. But I I mean, yeah, you can mark me down as a no. I don't know. (laughs) What's one rule in any sport that you would like to change or add, and why? Hmm. I think. Oh my gosh, that's a tough one. Um, hmm. Oh no. Um. Maybe. Let's see. In uh, football. In football, we're gonna come up with one here. In football, I wish that they would move the field goal back a little bit because I feel like it's too close and it needs to be more difficult because it's too easy to make the extra point. And I know they just did that in, in well, the NFL, NFL right? 35 yards now. Yeah, so, yes. but they need to move back the college. You want college line. to be kicking 35-yard yeah. extra yep. points? That would be awesome. These college <laughs> kickers could not handle it. Can you make an extra point? Yes, of course I can. What's the longest field goal you can make if we went out there right now? Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know, like – What's like an average one for a normal person? Like maybe like 30, 35? Is that you can far? Kick a football 35. I think you could get football 35 yards. Yeah. I mean, we just had like, I think it was last year we had a field goal competition to, we had a tiebreaker for a, um, a football, like a flag football thing we did and we had tied. So I did the field goal kicking for my team and I made all of them. So we won, but we might have to go out there and see how long. Yeah, we might get Maddox trio out there. See, see if you can beat him. <laughs> I might, I might be more accurate. <laughs> Do you knows? hear that Maddox? You got a challenge <laughs> thrown down from Peyton Powell. <laughs> uh, what app on your phone gets the most use? Um, let's see. Probably right now, uh, Snapchat, just because I like to keep up with my friends. And I think you're the first person in months to not say TikTok. Yeah, uh, I usually, I used to get on TikTok a lot, but lately I've just like, I think with like traveling and stuff for vacation, I just like kind of want to keep up with my friends and I think Snapchat's fun, so. All right. Uh, what's the last gift you gave somebody? Uh, probably, oh, um, I gave a friend a bracelet. I made a bracelet and I gave it to him, so that was pretty All cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, who would you cast to play yourself in a movie about yourself? Oh my gosh. Um Is it like a like a like a friend an or actor, like, like what oh, an act- actor? I mean, it could be anybody, I guess. They're going to have to act in the movie about about Peyton Powell, who's playing Peyton Powell. Can it be a boy? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> um Adam Sandler cuz I think he's really goofy and like I can be goofy sometimes and so, so Adam I think Adam Sandler playing you. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh what is the most embarrassing song you love? Ooh, the most embarrassing song. Um, uh, there's like this, I can't think of what it's called. Oh, you know, I'll just switch to a, um, oh, uh, Weird Al song. Do you know who that is? Yes. 
Um, I like the saga begins. The Star Wars one. Yeah, a yep. long, long. Yeah. Are you gonna sing it for us? <laughs> no, Are I'm you not sure. Gonna sing <laughs> if you could go to any concert, who would it be and why? Um, I really, really want to go to a John Mayer concert. I love his music, and I haven't like listened to him a lot lately. I used to listen to him all the time, but um, I just think that his voice would be super beautiful in concert. So, what's the one place in the world you want to visit the most? Um. Probably Italy because I love food, so their pasta and their pizza is probably amazing, and it looks really pretty there. You almost got to go two years ago. Yes, almost got to go, but we did not. Close enough. <laughs> not close enough. You'll go one day. Uh, if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Uh, let's see here. Leonardo DiCaprio because he's cute, and <laughs> um, he's a very good actor. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo because he's a really good soccer player and I just you know I he works so hard and I think it would be really cool to meet him um, and let's see here um, maybe uh, Pecorine from the Predators there you go because he's cool he's you know the best predator well he was he will be he'll get his number retired Yes, yes. Off topic from the rapid fire. Do you watch a lot of soccer? Um, I watch a decent amount. I don't like sit there and like watch it a lot. Like I'll if it's on TV. I do watch a lot of the Nashville Soccer Club because. Do you have a favorite I, Premier League team or anything? Um, well, Colby made me pick one on this show. I have a Manchester United jersey right now. That's because of Ronaldo. I just bought his new jersey. Close enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, who or what inspires you? Um. Well, I guess I would say growing up, my parents really did. But um, now getting closer to graduating and stuff, my dad's girlfriend, uh, Beth, she she's just always working super hard and um, she doesn't really let much things really get to her. And I really admire that because I feel like I let the little things get to me too much. And um, she just I don't know. She's a great person. Great person. What advice would you give your younger self? Um. Let's see here. Not to take things for granted because I I feel like I just w walked into school here like yesterday and it's now been four years. I, yeah, it's been 4 years. I can't believe I'm done with soccer and it's it's just crazy to think that. Yeah. All right, last question from Matt Johnson our last guest. What is your favorite ice cream flavor and why isn't it vanilla? Okay. That is exactly what he said. Yeah. Well, um Matt, it is actually vanilla. Wow. And do you know why it's vanilla? Because you can put just about every topping on vanilla and it you still and tastes good. You and are on the same wavelength because that's exactly <laughs> what he said. You can literally put any topping and it's just like the perfect flavor. I asked him and he's like, it's vanilla because you can put anything on. He's like, yeah. you can't put gummy bears on chocolate. I mean, I guess you could, but it probably wouldn't taste great. That's what he said. Yeah. So you're also a big fan of vanilla. I do. I love vanilla. All right. Well, now's your chance to ask our next guest a question. What do you want to ask the next guest on the PCAST? Okay. I was actually had to listen to this earlier so I could think about the so you've question. Been thinking about I it, have yeah. been thinking about this one. If you could change your name to any name, what would it be? All right. All right. That'll work. <laughs> uh, Peyton, thank you for your time. Best of luck on your finals this week. Thank you. And we'll be right back right after this. Like Christmas, everywhere you go, take a look at the five and ten. Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot 
like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be on your own front door Thank you to Peyton Powell for taking some time out of her uh, her study day today on Thursday. She got finals this week, so yep. take about 30 minutes, come by and do the podcast, get back to studying. She got four finals next week, so. Ooh, that that's never. How many finals do you have? Let's see. I had a final yesterday, like, you know, professors that like to get it done early. Oh, I did um, not like those. I did, but I didn't. And then I got one Monday morning, 8 a.m. Oh, have not, fun with that, buddy. Not excited. Let's talk about more fun things, like baseball, uh, and the fun things that have happened before the bad things that happened. <laughs> the Mets signed Max Scherzer, three years, $130 million. Um, That's, as um, long as Max Scherzer doesn't fall ill to the rest of the Mets' fate and stays like Max Scherzer of old, Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom are the best one-two punch in baseball ever. ever? I'm, I'm willing to say ever. Uh, if they are both healthy and pitching like they do, Find me a better combo. You can't. I don't think I could. Uh, the best options I could find that are even close to that are maybe like Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale with the Dodgers. A lot of people around here are going to say Maddox and Glavin, but if you're giving, offering me Maddox and Glavin, no thank you. I'll take DeGrom and Scherzer. Uh, Pedro and Kurt Schilling's pretty good. Chris, or Chris. Doc Holliday, Roy Holiday for those of you that don't know. And Cliff Lee, that's a pretty good one. Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling maybe. I, just none of them compared to Mad Max and the GOAT for that, me. That's going to be an absolutely killer duo. They are they are a problem. Imagine if you get those two in the same series. You lost two games. Yeah, you lost, easy, you lost easy. two games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Dodgers had a pretty good group last year, though, because they had Scherzer, Bueller, and Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Um, Kershaw today and Bueller still don't equal DeGrom. The Astros have Grinky Verlander. Verlander hasn't been healthy in a year. The Do- the, the, at one point, the t- Detroit Tigers had Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer in the same rotation. They also had, like, who else did they have on that team? They had those two. They had Anibal Sanchez. They had Gio Gonzalez, Rick Porcel. There's pictures of the Tigers' old pitching rotation. Mm-hmm. And it's like five guys that, like, four of them have won Cy Youngs. None Gosh. of them did it for the Tigers, except for Max Scherzer. Sorry, Tigers. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Brady. <laughs> um, yeah, so Max Scherzer, Jacob DeGrom, as long as they don't met, they're going to be all right. Um, yeah. It's a lot of other big contracts, too. In yeah, the Rangers, the Rangers just dishing out money. Yeah. Corey Seager, ten years, three hundred twenty-five million dollars to play shortstop. Marcus Simeon got seven years, one hundred seventy-five from the Rangers to play second base. They have the best middle infield in baseball. Yep. Um, not not very close, maybe. It just depends on who the Dodgers get. They're gonna have Trey Turner. They could have Gavin Lux. That could be okay. Um, Cy Young winner Robbie Ray got five years, one hundred fifteen from the Mariners. Kevin Gosman got one hundred and ten from the Blue Jays. I know he had a good year, but Still. Jesus, they're throwing out money. Marcus Stroman got three years, $71 million from the Cubs. Um, just a whole lot of money. Like, the stat I saw was the, the Rangers and the Mets in the month we've had a free agency since the World Series right. have committed over $800 million to free agents. That I mean, like, that money doesn't, like, that's so much money. Like, I can't even comprehend, like, $800 million. Yeah, 325 that, of that's going to Corey Seager. You know, I think I want to play baseball. Correct. You know, if you have children, make them play baseball. <laughs> if you want them to be rich and wealthy and not get their skulls bashed in, play baseball. Baseball is the way to go. Correct. Um, except for maybe right now because yeah. uh, Major League Baseball is in a lockout. And I've Ooh. got a Rob Manford joke for you right here. You ready? This one's a real good one. Can't Rob wait. Manford has finally shortened baseball games to the desired length that he wants. His This is how long Rob Manford wants a baseball game to last. And this is how long they last right now. 
zero hours, zero minutes, or zero seconds. He did it. No baseball. He did it. Woo. Good job, Rob. Congratulations. His this, this lockout is Rob Manfred's dream come true. Yeah, it, it, it is a real legacy play for Rob. He's trying to put himself in the history books. Um, he's just going to blame the players and the MLB Players Association for everything. We haven't had a baseball work stoppage since 1994-95, and that was a player strike where they canceled 938 games and missed the 1994 World Series, which the Reds would have won. Um, they were in first place, if you didn't know. Um, it's the know. first lockout since 1990. They didn't miss any games that year, but it's it was a lockout. And it's the ninth work stoppage and the fourth lockout in Major League Baseball history. Um, like I said, congratulations to Rob Manfred for doing what he's wanted to do ever since he became the commissioner and uh, put baseball on his deathbed. You know what baseball needs? Baseball needs an Adam Silver. You never hear about this with the NBA. I mean, I know the NBA's had, but... The NBA is fine. Yeah. The NBA is like, oh, you tampered? We're taking a draft pick away. Here's a second-round draft pick. We got you. Alonzo Ball, he's worth a second-round draft pick. He sure is. Um, But, but hey, I mean, Adam Silver's not getting booed. Rob Manfred hates baseball. Yeah. And, like I said, this is a legacy play for him. He wants to be the guy that kills baseball, and he's sure trying his best. That he is. Cody thinks they're closer than we all think on an agreement. I'm not sure they are. Uh... They, I, 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 right now, I'm saying we miss spring training games. I don't know. I could probably get they don't up. seem to. Uh, they don't seem to be anywhere near each other, and they don't seem to want to talk about it. So, enough of that. There's some positive things that have happened too. I mean, I, apart from baseball, not if you're the Cincinnati Reds. Who not they, if you're. They've the been practicing Reds. for the lockout for the past three weeks. If you didn't know, how's that? Oh, they haven't done anything. Oh well, that's that's fair. Free agency? <laughs> nah. Trades? Nah. Just practice. We're getting our lockout mode three weeks early. Exactly. Yeah. So. Getting all hunkered down. I want a I want a salary minimum so that Bob Castellini has to actually spend money for once. Um, let's talk about Austin P football. We have a let's lot going it. on this week, so we're going to talk about some uh, all of UC awards. We got a lot of those. Uh, program record fourteen of them. That is uh, that's more than the 2019 team that won the championship. That's pretty good. Just a little bit. Uh, also got the OVC Defensive Player of the Year. That was Kobe Perry. He's the first gov to win the award in 43 years. Mike Betts did it in 1978, and Bob Bible did it in 1977. So Kobe Perry is the third Austin P. football player to ever be the OVC Defensive Player of the Year, and he'll be the last one. Oh, uh, yeah, this uh, is true. So uh, let's talk about those teams. We'll go with the first team first. Benico Harley, first team All OVC. Jerry McRae, first team All OVC, and the newcomer team. Eugene Minter, first team All OVC. That's three of the four receiver spots locked up by the Govs. I think we have a, we've had a pretty good uh, wide receiver room. I think that uh, DJ, DJ Rick might need to be over there too. Whatever, we'll talk about we'll talk about some snubs here in a minute. Uh, I got a couple of those. Trust okay, me. you better. Uh, Bucky Bucky Williams, first team All OVC. Duh. Kobe Perry, OVC Defensive Player of the Year. Easy. Duh. Jonathan Edwards, seven picks. Easy. Cordell Jackson didn't even play a whole season. First team All OVC. He is that good. He's that good. And then uh, second team, Draylon Ellis, second team All OVC, second straight year. That sounds right. Uh, sure. Colby McKee, second straight year, second team All-OVC. Joe Ware, second team All-OVC. Terrell Allen, second team All-OVC. Should have been first team. Jack McDonald, second team All-OVC. Only because he didn't make enough tackles because everybody just ran the opposite direction. Yeah, exactly. Nobody ran at Jack, so that's why he's second team All-OVC. It's not his fault. It's your fault. Um, Maddox Trujillo, second team All-OVC and OVC All-Newcomer team. And then Matt Rigney, the punter, OVC All-Newcomer team. There's a lot to talk about. I want to make sure we talk about Maddox Trujillo, automatics, um, because we talked about Draymond Cray's records. Right. Maddox Trujillo set some records. That he did, quite a few. Uh, 14 made field goals this season for Maddox, the freshman. Uh, that's tied for the best single-season mark in program history, a record that stood since 1987. Alex, what year were you born? 2000. I was born in 1996, if that tells you how old that record is. Uh, he also hit well, he hit two field goals, two for two, in the final game of the season, which gave him a seven oh – boy, I just butchered that – 77.8 field goal percentage for the season. 
That broke a record that stood longer than he's been alive, which is 71.4% by David Young in 1994. Maddox Trujillo was not born in 1994. He now owns that record. Uh, there you go. By a lot. Congrats, Automatics. 6% better. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He also made 36 PATs. That's the fourth best single season mark in program history. His 78 points scored this season is tied with Hall of Famer John Ogles for the eighth best single season mark in program history. And it's the second best season by a kicker trailing Logan Birchfield, who scored 103 points during the Gus 15 game 2019 season. Birchfield got a couple playoff games and had quite a good offense that year. Just, just a little bit. Yeah, if you give automatics, I mean, 15 games. Yeah, he's, he's I getting think he's close. He's it. getting close. Uh, Maddox also made a field goal in all eight games to start his career. Every game he attempted a field goal this season, he made one. So he's still he's taking that eight-game streak in the next season. Love it. If he didn't attempt it, that was the only, the only games he did not make a field goal, he did not attempt a field goal in. Now it's time. Who got snubbed from the All-OVC team? Shamar Simmons. Okay. I mean, that that is. That was quick. Holstered it. Four interceptions. Four interceptions. Ten, ten pass breakups. Ten led the led the guys with ten pass breakups. Yep. Forced fumble, fumble recovery, fifty tackles. Wasn't first team or second team? I think Shamari Simmons is an all of his C safety. I think he is too. I mean, I who's better than him other than I mean, who's better than him? Jonathan Edwards and Kobe Perry besides them. Yeah, I, exactly. Give him one of the spots. I think that um DJ Render should have been on the second team at least. I completely agree. I think DJ Render should have been first team. The Gov should have got all four first team wide receivers. Gosh. Um, but that if you don't want to give us all four of those, fine. DJ Renner's a second team all OVC receiver. Uh, the one that made me the maddest was Terrell Allen being second team. That that was my Terrell point. Allen. What did he do? He led the league in tackles for loss or yep. tied for the lead. He was up there. He was either he was tied for the league lead in tackles for loss or sacks, and he ranked second in the other one. Yeah. Uh, put some respect on Terrell Allen. That guy's Please. a first team all OVC selection. Second team is not where he belonged. And like I said, Jack McDonald was only second team because. You guys all ran away from him, not because he didn't do enough. No. I don't think we talk about how impressive it is that Cordell got first-team All-OVC either. I mean, playing what? You said five games? Or he, he played more than five, but he didn't play all the OVC games. Exactly. I mean, and to still be a first-team, I mean, that really just shows the respect that, you know, the voters had of him. They saw Cordell Jackson's name and said, I better vote for him, otherwise he's going to find a way to come back and intercept <laughs> me again. And don't want that. No. I do not think they did. Well, you got That's a pretty light week coming up. You really do. There's not no, much going on. No women's basketball next week. Uh, the ladies don't take the court again until December 12th against Bellarmine right here in the Dunn Center. Awesome. We do have one men's basketball game this week. Milligan. Milligan. 2 p.m. <coughs> Sunday against the Buffs, as they call themselves. The Buffaloes. They the go Buffs. Like, they go, yeah, they're Buff Strong is what their hashtag is, I believe. Uh, the Buffs in the Dunn Center, 2 p.m. Sunday. What else are you doing 2 p.m. Sunday? You don't want to watch the Titans lose again. No, you don't. Tr- trust me. You do not want to watch that Titans team until King Henry comes back. So, get on down to the Dunn Center. Watch yeah, the, watch the Govs su- play the Buffs. Come support the Govs. Face the Buffs. I, I got to remember that. The Buffs. The Buffs. The Buffaloes. That is awesome. Or the New Orleans <laughs> Buffaloes. They're right from their I think, I think they're technically in Elizabethan, which is essentially just Johnson City. Right. So, That's down your way. Yeah, there's it's weird. If you look at their men's team, there's like nobody from East Tennessee on the roster. But mm-hmm. if you look at the women's team, it's like the East Tennessee All-Star team. <laughs> It's, it's also Eastern Illinois head coach Matt Boland's daughters on the women's team. Really? I was looking through the roster yesterday when Cody was like, there's nobody from East Tennessee. And I clicked on the women's roster, mm-hmm. and I saw the name Reagan Boland, and I was like, oh. That's and then it said Charleston, Illinois, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I just, that's, what I, that's what I noticed looking at the roster. Cool little tidbits. <laughs> yeah, not really, but sure. Nobody else cares except for us probably. Exactly. Um, Katie Etheridge, Riley Friends, Matthew Fitzpatrick for all your community service opportunities. Austin B. Volleyball's Carly Graham has been working at Camp Mana Cafe this semester and is having a coat drive. Coats, jackets, and backpacks are in high demand. Also, blankets, sleeping bags, shoes, socks, gloves, winter hats, scarves, and underwear would be a big help. 
They will be there are bins set up in the Fillmore Academic Center to donate those items. Also, they will be accepting donations at the Sunday basketball game against Milligan. Uh, is the coat drive help support Carly Graham? Help support Mana Cafe. You got an old coat in the closet you're not wearing? Bring it to the coat yeah, drive. Exactly. You're not wearing it. No, somebody, exactly. Come donate let, it to let somebody, somebody that actually needs, needs it. it. Somebody that needs a coat can wear that. And Carly Graham's doing a great thing to help those people out. So do your best to help her help others. Exactly. We do, we love to see the student athletes take this initiative and put these things on by themselves. We do. Because, I mean, you know, especially coming into the holiday season, you know, there's a lot of, it's going to start getting cold. A lot of people are in need and stuff like that. And it's a great initiative. Yeah. Shout out to Carly Graham for all that she's doing. Alex, how can people follow us on social media? Connect with us. Twitter. Facebook and Instagram at Austin P Governors. No, at Let's Go P. At Let's at, Go, at P, let's go on. P. And then on Facebook. No, what what's Let's Go P on? Let's Go P on Twitter. Hey, there you go. Facebook. Nope. Let's Go P on Twitter and Instagram. Oh my gosh, I I'm, I'm rusty. My bad. On Twitter and Instagram. Let's Go at P. Let's Go P. Yes. And what yes. about Facebook? Facebook at Austin P Governors. That's correct. Shout out to Eric, Robin, <laughs> Carter, and just everything they've been putting out. <laughs> this is going great. Is so Let's go P.com for dates, news, stories. Cody Bush, Nathan Palkowski, Alex Allard, and myself. We've got everything you need on that website. Check it out. You're going to want to come see the Govs, too. And how are you going to come see the Govs? Tickets. You need a ticket. How do you get a ticket? You get in contact with our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Basketball tickets are on sale. Get them now. The men play Sunday, so you still have time to get those tickets. The women aren't back at home till December 12th against Bellarmine. you got time to get those tickets. After that, OVC action starts December 30th against UT Martin in the Dunn Center. You're not going to want to miss that. Get your tickets. Oh, by the way, a little bit, little, little basketball game against Western Kentucky for the men on December 22nd. That'll be a big one. you got the whole family in town for Christmas that week? Bring, bring them, them by. The, bring them to the Dunn Center. Watch the girls beat the Hilltoppers. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully we can fill the place up for that. Uh, it's a night game, December 22nd. The women play UT Southern the night before that. Just bring them out to that one, too. Exactly. Yeah. Come watch the girls play some basketball. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com backslash podcast. Give us a rating or review on the podcast. Five stars. What do we want, Alex? Five stars. All five of those stars. Uh, want to suggest a guest or new co-host? Let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Let us know your favorite Christmas song that we should use as an intro or outro for this podcast. Alex, which song should we use as an intro or outro as a Christmas song? Let's see. I think here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Do you have a specific version? Ooh, no. Any I, version. I, I just like Christmas music. You just like, like Christmas music. I mean, you look at my Spotify playlist right now, it, it's just Christmas. As soon as Thanksgiving's over, it's Christmas. A lot of Here Comes Santa Claus by unknown artist. Uh, tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out JLo's dad. Shout out Steve Willard. Shout out Bud Jenkins. Shout out Bob Castellini, Nick Crawl, and the Cincinnati Reds for not doing anything before the CBA expired and the lockout kicked in. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Vixen and Blitzen and all his reindeer are pulling on the rain. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. Hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He's got a bag that is filled with toys for the boys and girls again. Hear those sleigh bells jingle jangle, what a beautiful sight. Jump in bed, cover up your head, cause Santa Claus comes tonight, tonight.